Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Should we raise the drinking age to 21? Social Democrats Councillor for Holt Malahide, Joan Hopkins, has suggested raising the drinking age to 20 to combat antisocial behaviour in Ireland. We talked about it the other day when we talked about antisocial behaviour in general. Hopkins said Iceland were seeing... Uh, what we're seeing now they had the highest levels of youth drug and alcohol abuse they've gone from the highest of 42% down to the lowest of 5% if we don't do something about this we're going to be talking about it next year and the year after they changed the laws they brought the new age limit for alcohol in you have to be 20 now to buy alcohol in Iceland and Minister Stephen Donnelly TD Ireland had the third highest level of adolescent binge drinking in the world according to data from the global study published in the Lancet March 2019 which uh, while 2018 saw an 80% increase in the number of children under 16 admitted to Irish hospitals because of alcohol intoxication, 36 children in 2018 compared to 20 such cases in 2017, so it's on the increase. Teenage binge drinking is much more prevalent in Europe than in the US, uh, a disparity often attributed to the large difference in minimum legal age drinking. And if you go to the US, for example, in most states, it's 21 years of age. You cannot drink till you're 21 years of age. If you're seen, you are picked up and put in a drunk tank by the police. And I'm asking you, because we asked about the other day, about curfews of young people, how we're going to tackle this problem with young people. Because I'll tell you what, I watched that video again this morning from Holt uh, Dart Station. I watched it, I'd say, a hundred times. Of these young people, I'm not suggesting they were drinking, but some of them probably were. They were all young lads, probably 13 or 14 years of age on the bikes. And when they were spitting at every woman going by, they didn't spit at any men because they'd got a block knocked off them, but they're spitting at young women going by. And then eventually one of them turns the wheel to purposely push a woman as she was running for the train and she went under the train. She was so lucky that people were so quick to pull her up out of the tracks. She fell between the train and the platform. If you've watched the video, it's disturbing disturbing to watch I'd say the woman is traumatised because if it hadn't been for the quick work of the, the, the dart station staff to stop the train from moving away she'd have been killed and these scuts thought nothing of it they had watched they saw the woman going down the hole and the gap between the train they thought nothing of it and a lot of this is down to drink a lot of it's down to drugs because these young people are drinking not all of them but some of them are drinking so now either way they're all probably under 18 anyway I believe that we should increase the legal drinking age to 21. And there was a public in this, morning, this morning on TV talking about young people between 18 and 21 are aggressive. They don't follow the rules. They don't go by the guidelines, for example, at the moment about sitting down and waiting till the, you know, a waitress comes over to you or a waiter comes over to you to get your, your order off you. They keep going up to the bar. And he said he would, personally, he's banning under 21s from his pub. And remember, do you remember years ago in the nightclubs, when I worked in the nightclub industry, mainly in the nightclubs I worked in, was strictly over 21. And the reason for that was because the majority of fights were between people between the age of 18 and 21 years of age. It's the truth. 18 and 21 years of age. They couldn't handle the drink. So is it time that we increase the drinking age? Work for Iceland, it could work for Ireland. Should we increase the drinking age to 21 years of age? Let me know what you can do. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. So the text coming in already. Uh, they can't enforce the law as it is. Biggest problem now for teenagers is drugs, not drink. The Social Democrats want to decriminalise drugs and ban alcohol. Some logic in all that, all right, isn't there? 
Hmm. Yeah, but well, this is true, of course. They would like to legalise or decriminalise drugs, but yet they want to ban alcohol. Well, I'm not saying they want to ban it, but they certainly want to increase it. Should we increase the drinking age to 21 years of age? That's my plan. Let me know what you think. We've got to Kieran. Kieran, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Kieran? Not too bad in yourself, Noel. Good. Kieran. okay, the idea that we should increase the drinking age. Um, do you think it's a good idea? It worked in Iceland. It seemed to decre- decrease uh, the problem they had from 42% down to 5% of young people uh, getting off their heads. Uh, is it a good idea? Yeah, I think it is. And I think we need stricter, we need much more stricter laws around it and the behaviour and all that. Um, it's great that they're upping the price. Um, I've seen the damage it can be. I've made mistakes with it myself and I've got so hard time with it. Well, so when you say when you say you've made mistakes yourself, Kieran, you sound like a young man. I don't think you're that. How old are you? Twenty-one. Okay, and you're a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, and I can tell you now. I've spoken to thousands of people that are a lot older than me, and they tell me I'm very, very lucky that I can stop now while I'm young. And when did you start drinking? Oh Jesus, I was about twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't drink when I was like in my teens. I didn't care about it. I didn't like it at all. But then it just happened, you know. It's just like everyone else was doing it, so we have to be part of the crowd. Well, it is a kind of herd mentality, isn't it, to drinking and smoking, probably as well. But you see other people doing it; it is kind of promote. It's cross promoted, I suppose. And, course, and, and, and where, when was the peak of that? Probably twenty four, twenty five years of age. When was the peak? Yeah, well, I mean, it started to get worse when I was in my mid twenties, and I had no idea of it. Then I ended up in a treatment centre, and I ended up in AA. And I've seen other people. Are out and how much, how much were you spending a day? Or what were you drinking per day? I was drinking cans upon cans of beer. 20-odd cans of beer a day. Right, okay. So you're just going down getting a tray of beer and polishing it off in a day, yeah? Put it this way. I mean, there's kids out there now. They have hopes and dreams to do whatever they want. I had a lot of hopes and dreams to do whatever I wanted. King Alcohol took that away from me. I lost a lot. Lost friends, but, lost but, but here's a, and people listening today are going to argue, Kieran, and I'm delighted with the way to hear that you're you're now off the drink, right? But people are going to say, "Well, hold on, Kieran, you've just admitted you didn't start here. You were 20." So, I mean, realistically, you should have known better. They're going to say, "So, 21 is not going to make a difference, really. It doesn't matter whether you're 19 or 21." Well, you see, the thing about that is, I mean, you could say that if I was talking about drugs, but the thing with alcohol is, it's legal and it's the social, it's a social norm in this country to do it. You know that kind of way. So, I mean, that argument is sort of mute unless you're talking about drugs. And, and just for people listening, or young people who might be listening, who are thinking of going down this rocky road, the damage it did to your life, what damage do you think it did to your life? Put it this way, Niall. You've heard me on the show one night screaming the bleed head off me. I lost good friends, and a couple of good friends we both know. Um, I lost a lot through it. Mm. I, I could have been a great radio presenter. I could have been a great whatever, you know? Mm. But no, I fucked up my life, really. And I regret it big time. And I don't plan to go back down that road. Well, fair play to you for staying off it, by the way. I'm delighted to hear you're, you're off it. How long are you, how long are you off it now? No, I'm, I'm off it a few months. I will admit, at the start of the pandemic, I did have a slip. Okay. Yeah. So, and I when, mean, when, when you say a slip, you just had a can of beer? I had a couple of cans of beer, yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you, I think a lot of people were in that boat. A lot of people that were in recovery probably and fell when, off. When you, when you did that, when you had a bit of a slip, by the way, how did, how did that make you feel? Did you feel guilty after doing that then? Oh, big time. I yeah. got the crap out of myself over. Because you were going to go back on what you'd promised yourself you'd never do again. Oh, yeah. And it's very difficult. If you're drinking over a prolonged period of time, it can be very difficult to get off it because your body and your mind become so used to it. It just, you crave it, you want it, and it's just, oh, it's horrible. It's not something you want. 
No, well, I, I mean, mean I, I know that feeling because I smoke cigarettes. And I know oh, if yeah, I haven't yeah. had a cigarette in a few hours, you know, you, you kind of do anything. You'd, you'd smoke a butt off the floor. So I, I, do know that, I do know that feeling of wanting something that badly. But, but, yeah. st- but stay there for a second because, Pat, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Pat? How you doing? Uh, Pat, I mean, I don't disagree with Kieran. I don't agree with the Social Democrats. I generally do disagree with the Social Democrats, but this occasion I don't. Um, I think increasing the drinking age wouldn't do any harm, Pat. Or increasing it's the age. I don't think it would make any difference. You know, what well, it, well, it is proven to make a difference. In this country, it won't make a difference because the laws that are there in the moment are being, they're not being enforced anyway. It's not going to make a difference tomorrow, Pat. It's not going to make a difference it the won't next make day. A difference. No, but, but, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. When we brought in, say, for example, the legal limit on uh, drink driving, originally it was six pints, by the way, if you go back, back to the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, a generation of people learned that it wasn't right to drink and drive. It'll take time, and slowly but surely, 19-year-olds yeah, no, will be like 17-year-olds now. Laws that are being enforced. That can be visibly enforced to, to a greater degree. But you look around you now, you live in the same area as me, and what I see at the moment now are you have groups of kids, they get the drink, they probably get out of the boot and the drink. They're out in the fields, across the road from the, the housing estates, plainly visible to everybody, mm-hmm. drinking away, so there's no, as far as they're concerned, and them money, that's not going to change. They're not doing any harm, right? Yeah. It's afterwards is the problem. Now what needs to be done there is very simple, right? There needs to be a guard of presence. What are they going to? They're supposed to take the drink from them anyway. That's the bylaws. That's the bylaws. Yeah, yeah. They're not supposed to drink outside. Yeah. Public. Yeah. Okay. Now look, I did it. I don't know whether you did it or not. Over the years, I mean, you went out, you got drink, you went down the fields, you hid, you went, you got drunk, and you, you made a fool of yourself out the rest of the night, whatever. But yeah, no. But I understand Pat what you're saying, and that's not going to change. That's never going to change. People will experiment at a young age. I get that. But the message that's clearly sent out in the country is you have to be 18 years of age to socialise and drink, to go to a nightclub, to go to a bar, you know, to go to a restaurant and order a glass of wine. You you have to be 18 years of age. In America, that message is 21. In other countries, in some other countries, it's 21. It's 20 now in Iceland. And after a while, people start to get that message. Now, you're still always going to have people who will drink, be not before that age, and out in fields and everything else. I don't disagree that the age should be increased. Do we, I mean, I've told you already, when I worked in the nightclubs, um, for example, Club M at the time, uh, now I don't know what Club M is like now, well, I, it's closed at the moment, obviously, because of the, the pandemic, but at the time when I worked in Club M, and this has gone back to the 90s, it was over 21s. And the reason it was over 21s is that from experience, they found that 18 to 21-year-olds caused most of the problems. Yeah, most clubs were over 21. Yeah, I mean, for that the, reason. The, the, students, the students' clubs down during the week, they'd be, they'd be the, the, the lesser age. Yeah, but why do you think the clubs did that? Because they knew 19-year-olds were messy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, the, so the point is that between 18 and 21, we're not able to handle the alcohol. I'd just say we're more trouble because the, the, the older ones weren't any, you know, mm. those trouble as well. Well, well, I know, but, I mean, but I'm just talking about the look, alcohol I, levels. I tell you, I tell you, look, there's a big, big issue in this country with drink. And it's, it's, it's an excuse. People use it for an excuse for bad behaviour. And they get away with it. But it, is an ex- but, it is an ex- but it is an excuse for that behaviour, unfortunately. Ah, can be- ask a question? Yeah, sorry, Kieran, go ahead. Sorry. You're saying there that it might not make much of a difference, but I mean, I was saying there at the start of the show that in the US, if you're caught drinking, what you call it, underage, they'll put, put you in a drunk tank for the night. So we started changing some of the laws right. around. And you know what? It's just what I said to you. It's, it's no good, you know, hurting the ages if they're not going to enforce the laws. The laws are there to print. Even at over 18s, you keep going around there at 
14, 14 to going around drunk. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The weekends. So that's not being a fault. Yeah, yeah, but, but, I'm, but, but, the, but the greatest respect, I'm sure that happens in America too, Pat. There's always going to be the people who will do it anyway, under the age. The, yeah. po- the point is, it does send out a message. Yeah, but the laws are enforced over there. If they're caught, they're in trouble. If they're caught over here, they're not. There's nothing. What happens? Well, the, well, then, well, then, well then maybe we need to start getting tough on things like that. I mean, there, there was, I remember, I, I think, um, Charlie McCreevy going back about 15, 20 years ago there when I was, I remember I interviewed him on the radio station in relation to it. They brought in this public order charge uh, for, it was, it was particularly because of the problems in Temple Bar at the time, right? And it was a public order that you would get a ticket for 85 euro there, there and then under the Public Order Act if you were pissed out of your head on the streets. Now, okay. I don't think it was ever implemented in the end. It never well, happened. How can you know? It never happened. We do not. We do not have to carry any identification. So how are you going to enforce the looks of that? What's your name? Joe Bloggs, where do you live? Blah, blah, blah. There's no way of proving where you, who you are, where you're from. Mm-hmm. We've no ideas in this country. Every other country in the world has an ID. You carry the only, do you think, do you think that's a good idea? Do you think people should have to carry identification? Ah, you've got a kind of worms now, all these. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I suppose you, you know, would. You'll have the human rights people going bonkers. They're already going, they've had 13 months of going bonkers. Stay there for a second, Kieran and Pat. Let me just go to uh, Charles as well. Charles, you're an Ireland classic. Hey, you, Charles. Oh, sorry, Charles, I need to switch you on. That'd be a good idea. That would certainly help. Sorry, Charles. Go ahead. How are you, How are you Noel? How's it going? Charles, 21 years of age, increased the drinking age. Would it work? Um... I suppose it could be a bit of an experiment, Noel, but I don't really see it making a big difference, to be totally honest with you. You're all um, saying that, but the data from other countries that have 21 as a drinking age clearly show that it helps. Well, what about the data from the likes of France and all that, where kids are encouraged to have a little glass of wine here and there when they're 14, 14 years of age, mm-hmm. and, they, and they can react responsibly? I don't know whether the data you're looking at, Noel, has been kind of, you know, messed about with or what. I haven't seen it. But um, in my opinion, Noel, like, you know, it could be... Like, I'm not just seeing a load of videos the last couple of weeks from kids acting like all over the place. I know, it's I know. Mean, it's, it's, you know, and look at, listen. There's, one, that, there's one there, another one there today, I think it was Roy Keane posted a video of uh, teenagers in Cork. Yeah, well look, so no one wants to see that, but nobody wants to jump to really big, you know, big kind of totalitarian things just because of a couple of inches here and there. In my opinion, I don't know what people expect kids to do. And I'm not saying, obviously I'm not condoning what's going on. But if you've locked, if you've locked up kids for the last year and a half and told them that they can't play sports, they can't interact with each other, they can't, they've been out of school for most of it as well. What do you expect kids to do? Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kids will not trained. Sorry, sorry, Pat. You don't expect them to go around pushing other children on their trains. What on earth are you talking about? No, mate, I understand. What that, are you that. talking about? How dare you? This, this is the thing that really gets up my nose. People come down on that side of behavior. Oh, they can't no, he's not. No, no, hold on. He's not. No, no, hang on. He's not condoning that behavior. They put things in place for kids and they destroy them. No, let me at least finish your point. Right? If you live in a part of the country that's been, that has no infrastructure around it, this kind of stuff goes on. And the fact that what I'm, all I'm saying is, for the last year and a half, kids have been locked up. They've been told they can't do this, they can't do that. And I'm not saying what you expect to do in order to go out and be antisocial. But this kind of stuff is going to happen. It's a, we're a victim of our own policies at the moment, what's going on. The kids can't even play sports. 
Oh, just a quick one. Well, but no, Pat, 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 I do, I don't, I don't think he means it in the way you're picking it up. And I do get what, what Charles is saying. At the moment, I, the, the, the kids who are bad, who are intent on causing trouble, unfortunately, we have to give them things to do, like play GAA, like play soccer, whatever it is. And if they're not doing that, you know, the, the, the devil wakes work for idle hands. That's the point he's making. We go cycling with our mates or whatever, go off and around the place and have a Yeah, but not every kid is that innocent, Pat. I'm not even allowed to. Well, he wasn't innocent either, no, but I can tell you one thing. Right, the one thing bugged me, and I said it to the girl that I was talking to there earlier on, that video of that girl going under the train. That's those horrendous. Those bastards left her there. They ran. They went up and left her. We can all make mistakes. We've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. It's how you react afterwards. When that child went under that train, and they just went off. When a child, it was a young, a young woman. Right, young, honest, young woman, you look, whatever. Yeah. So she went under that train, and they just disappeared. You got out. Instead of trying to help her back up, be honest with you, if you look at the young that done it, you can see the shock in his face. Oh, he puts his hands on his head. Well, yeah, but you you were right. He puts his hands on his head and he he's def, definitely traumatised very briefly. But he doesn't offer to help. Not, well, listen. Well, yeah, and he, he, by the way, not, he spat in her face not, no, as she was running past him. No, just, yeah, just a quick one as well. Sorry. Can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say, you know, sorry, can I just get in there for one second, Roy? This, that, that whole thing now personifies the problem with kids today. There is no... It, this this shock, it's a, it's a realization that he's done something, and there'll be consequences. He should already know that, and not do it. Course, you understand? This course, just should course. be consequences. I know, I know. But I don't want to focus on that aspect of it. And I know I don't know whether those kids are drinking. I'm assuming that some of them probably were. Uh, but and but the point is, as I said to you, Pat, they're under the age of eighteen anyway. Those kids are probably only 14, 15 years of age. They're going to do that anyway. Raising it to twenty one is not going to make an ounce of difference to that situation, no, right? No, so, so we get. But getting back to what I said, sorry, Charles. You know, you're disagreeing with increasing the drinking what? age, and you're saying that we can make figures say anything. But Iceland had the same problem. They re- increased the age, and they've seen a radical change. Well, when was this now? Um, it doesn't say what year it was. Was it pre-lockdown? No, no, it was pre-lockdown. Was pre, no, it, it was pre-lockdown. Yeah, all I'm just saying is, look, listen, Noel, even when I was a kid, right, when we, we used to be on our, on our road hanging around, right, and you'd be messing around, whatever, but there was always two walkies that would walk up and down the road every hour with the police. There's yeah. no police in the streets anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Listen, there's no, like, no guard at Sundry, present. Sundry's station is closed the last couple of years. It's actually closed. There's police coming in mountain cars, but that's closed. That was one of the biggest... Uh, yeah, and you're right because when I was when I was sort of fourteen or fifteen, the biggest fear was being told by you know Smiley from Kulak, who was a copper in Kulak, to go home. Or he'd tell your dad. The police, the whole policing system has been changed the last fifteen years. So like, all you have now is you have no police, or you have ten police jumping at the back of a public order union, dragging them through by the throat. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 look, I'm not I'm not to know any what any them kids on. I see no the kids where they dancing on a person's car. This is in Malahide again, yeah. No, can I just say... By the way, can I point out, it looks like that was the same kid, by the way. That was the other video, for people who don't know, by the way, there's a couple of videos going around of Malahide. That was another video where they, they, one of them was up on top of a car with a load of other ones trying to get him and he was dancing on top of somebody's car in traffic and the woman and the child had to get out of the car. You know, but some some people had suggested you know there was a young fella there with a red jacket. on mind you, in saying that, any young fella could have a red jacket on him. They're all fashionable now. No. Yeah, Listen, no, just a quick one. They're talking about the kids having nothing to do now because of the pandemic. All the things are closed down. Right? Okay. What about all the incidents before the pandemic? You know yourself along the dark or the, the dark line there. What was happening in Port Mark and Malahide? There was guys coming down by Brigham or coming from everywhere. There was fights going on. I had people in my car. I drive a taxi. I've had people in the car nearly crying. 
because their children can't go out because they've been chased home by these animals. If that's all they are, be, there's nothing to do with the pandemic. This was before that. A long time yeah, but, I, but I think we're digressing a little bit. I, I, again, I'm going to say to you, Pat, those little terrors, those little scumbags that behave like that, whether we increase it to 21 or 45, they're still going to do that anyway. That's not, no, well, that's not, that's not, that doesn't make an ounce of difference in the debate. Yeah, just just in relation to what you're saying. Drink is the cause of it. It's not the cause of it. Drink is not the cause no, of it. No, no, that's not the point. No. I, 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 want, I want to focus on your average teenager who goes out on a, on a, when he's 18 years of age to his local disco or pub or whatever it is and gets drunk because he's young and, you know, and he'll try and... I mean, students tend to try and drink as much as they possibly can. That's the purpose of going out is to get drunk, right? Whereas as you get older, you mature a little bit and you understand that drinking is not... The sole purpose of drinking is not to get drunk. It's to enjoy a night out. And, and, and I just think you can do that better when you're 21. I mean, well, if you look at America... They, now, I know it's culturally different in America, culturally different in France and culturally different in other countries. But in saying that, maybe that is part of the problem in this country, that we need to extend that age group to change the culture over the next generation. Right. How is that going to stop kids, going, the likes of students, getting drunk before they go out to these clubs? And as regards to France, Noel, you're talking about the French situation... There was a situation in, years, in France over the years. Now, that's, that's not as bad now because they discovered that there were so many people getting cirrhosis, believe it or not, because of the, the constant drinking. Not the, the, not the over-drinking, but the fact that it's, on a, you know, kind of every day. Your liver's not getting a break. Mm. Uh, just to mention there, just going with the news there, the uh, uh, Irish or uh, Independent Organisation for Irish Small and Medium Enterprises has written a letter to the uh, Department of Health um, and to the Minister for Health to express its concerns at the utterances by Chief Medical Officer and the Chair of the Irish Epidemiological Modelling Advisory Group, Professor Philip Nolan, about the use of rapid antigen tests. And I see Stephen Donnelly is tweeting at the moment. He always starts his tweet with the same thing. It's a positive day. It's a good day. And not a mention from him as to what Philip Nolan said over the weekend in relation to antigen testing at all. Let me go to Mark. Mark, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Niles. Well, thanks, Scott. Good. Mark, I mean, what about increasing the, the age for the purchase of alcohol? 21? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Um, I would have thought so. Yeah, of course. And don't get me wrong, I love my few pints at the weekend. I grew up doing it at the weekend. And that's the whole problem, you see. You know, what did I grow up with at the, thinking I should do at the weekend? Oh, Friday, let's go for a drink. It's Saturday, let's go for a drink. Why? Because my parents done that, their parents done that. It's a generational thing we need to change. Because you it's could, you went because you could. Yeah. I went because I could, and it's not going to happen tonight, but in 10 years' time, you know, we'll, we'll look back and say it was a good thing, it was a positive measure. But th- this is the what point we, I was making. It's not going to make a difference tomorrow or the next day. No, It'll take a generation. Yes. It will take a while. When you think about it this way, okay, you go through puberty from the ages of maybe 12 to 15, okay? Three years later, you're legally an adult and you're allowed consume alcohol that changes your brain changes your behavior gives you a buzz it does what it does and that's your the first day of your legal adult life you're allowed to go out and get pissed how does that make sense Mm -hmm. you're not an adult you're not mature enough you you know don't get me wrong i done it i remember being in the back lane of my house having a can of scrumpy jack when i was 15 14 15 there's a a word i think i haven't heard in years scrumpy jack scrumpy (laughs) jack and i remember dropping the second one after the first one because i couldn't hold it you know like it, it doesn't make one bit of sense. It's something we need to change. We need to change our behaviour in general. I want to show my son. I have a fourteen-year-old son that you know when you become when you get to the age of sixteen, you're not thinking, "Oh, it's just another two years, and I'm legally able to drink." 
you know, why not put that off till they're 19 and think another two years I'm legally able to drink? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just all about changing. Well, well, this is the point I made to, to, to Pat and, yeah. the, and the other guys in the air. The reason that we did it when I worked in the nightclub industry for many years um, and that we had 21 was that because of, from experience, 18 to 21-year-olds were the ones that caused most of the problems because they couldn't yeah. handle the drink. You barely hair on your... <laughs> Excuse my friend. And your gadgets. No, exactly, exactly. And it's not good enough just to say, well, it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. All due respect, Pat. It's just not good enough. Okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Billy as well, who worked in the bar industry, I believe, for a while. Billy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Yeah, yeah I was in the bed for 30 years. Yeah, listen, Niall, I wouldn't mind if they brought it down to 16. I'm just sick of You wouldn't mind if they brought it down to 16? Yeah, to buy it down. Yeah, I'm just, see, we shouldn't even be having this discussion about bringing it up to 21. Why? Uh, no, we, I tell you, simple, Niall, it's not rocket science. I'm sick of listening to this, right? It's simple, like Jamie Budge's killers, right? Jamie Budge's killers killed uh, him when he was two years old. They were 11 and 12, Thompson and whatever, Venables, whatever. 12 and 13, was, right? I think, yeah, but go on, yeah. yeah they were jailed. You know, they were incarcerated in juvenile detention until they were 18, and then they went to prison, right? Yep. And the same thing should happen here. It's not rocket science. It's simple. Them huh? scumbags, knackers, whatever you want to call them, that done that down in uh, Malahide. I've seen the video, and there's been a lot of... Okay, you're, you're talking about young people drinking at the age of 14 or 15 I'm years old. I'm talking right. about the... Well, no, I've just had this conversation for 20 minutes, and the point I'm going to make to you is the point I made to them, no matter what we do, if we increase it to 45... 14 year olds who are that way inclined are still going to drink and cause problems exactly. anyway. So, so that, you know, so when, hang on. Well, we're talking about the average person in the population. We're yeah. not talking about Joey the scumbag. No, He's going to do that anyway. About, I'm talking about when Good kids. I'm talking about good kids who just go out and drink too much. Yeah, but I'm talking about when. I'm talking about the incident in Malahide, right? But, 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 don't, we, we've talked about I that for 20 minutes. Malahide no, is going to happen one way or the yeah, other. That, if, I, if we had a, an increase in the age limit for drinking to 50, the incident in Malahide is still going to happen. Yes, but, yeah, they're but they're what, just tow rags. What, what I'm saying is, why are we talking about it? Them individuals have been. Why are we right? talking about it? We're talking about it because Ireland has a problem, not just with tow rags in Malahide or whatever it happens to be, or Cork or whatever. We're talking about a problem that we have right. with our relationship with alcohol well, yeah, and on. young people being drinking. Billy, blah, 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 blah. I know, I know, I agree, which I watched the video about 40 times. Yeah. It's, it's disturbing to watch. No, they, and yeah. I hope somebody puts the whole lot of them behind bars. That's not what we're talking about today. Become... We're talking about the average kid. Right. But what, so what do you want to know then? <laughs> <laughs> the average kid who's not the scumbag that hangs around Zart stations pushing people under trains or spitting at people. I'm talking about the average good kid yeah. that goes out on a Saturday night like Mark and gets hammered because he can. He goes to a nightclub or a bar and drinks too much. Binge drinking has become a big problem for 18 yeah. to 21 year olds. Why not increase it to 21 as it is in many other countries around the world and it reduces the problem because people are more mature at 21 when they start drinking at that age. Whatever, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I've seen, I've no, seen. of course, of course. It puts off It puts off thinking about it. You give kids other things to do, of course, as well. But it puts off the whole, you know, it's, it's drink. We need to change our mindset. It's that simple. We need to change our mindset. You know, from Wednesday evening when you leave work, you're talking, Jay's tomorrow's Thursday. That's great. Nearly the weekend. What can I do? I go drinking. You know, and I'm still that way inclined as well. When I was there aged, all I was thinking about was me hurling match and me, uh, me football match at the weekend. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I like yeah. two points now. I, but uh, when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 
I was too busy training. I was thinking of those things as well, and I was doing those things as well. And after the match, he was going out for a few pints. Exactly, exactly. And so was half the game, if not more. But I wasn't thinking about it for three or four days. You were thinking about it, because if you're going to do something, you think about it before you do it. Nah, there's an excuse for everything. It's not an excuse, it's a fact, it's reality. All right, listen, on that note, I have to wrap it up. I've run out of time, Billy, but I do agree with you in relation to those tow rags, by the way, at the Dart Station. And by the way, my heart goes out if anybody knows uh, the young girl in question that's ended up going under the train or down between the platform and the train, uh, please pass on her with good wishes to her and I hope she recovers because I, I, I'm I, sure, I hope she's physically okay apart from anything else. But I think it was a very traumatic thing to be in a, a near-death situation. And that's what she was in, a near-death situation. If it hadn't been for the quick thinking of the people who worked in the dart station and the people around at that time to stop the train driver from moving we would be telling a very different story today. And I would like to think that the individuals responsible, the two or three that were responsible for doing that to her, would have been charged with her murder. Uh, and I hopefully, hopefully they would. And what really disturbs me is one of the guys, a young lad, spat at her first and the other guy pushes the wheel of, the, of his push bike to push her off. Uh, the, well, I don't know if he intended to push her off the platform, but he did. Um, one of them put his hands on his head when he seen her falling down the gap as if he knew he had done something terribly wrong or they had done something terribly wrong. And he put his hands on his head, and he looked back a few times, but not once did he go back to try and help. Even if you were a scumbag and you did something that puts somebody's life in danger, you would certainly want to help, wouldn't you? Surely you would. Some element, there's no element of humanity in these animals, because that's what they are. Scumbags and animals. And if their parents are listening, and you know your kid was in that video, because you'll know your kid in that video, you're a bigger scumbag if you don't report them. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Class